Become a Leslie's Pro member, and with almost a 1,000 locations conveniently located less than 3 miles from your service route, you can quickly get in and out and take care of your customers. Get Skimmer, America's number one pool service software platform. Listeners of the podcast can try Skimmer for free. Visit my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and click on the Leslie's Pro and the Skimmer banners to learn more. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Hi, and welcome to the Pool Guy Podcast Show. In this episode, I'm going to talk to you about something that I think you should have learned or you should be learning right now by running your own business, and that is being on the ball, being a go-getter. And I'll touch on some things that you probably should be doing if you're a business owner and you really want to succeed in business. Pool Service Pro, open a Leslie's Wholesale account today and receive wholesale pricing on products you use every day. Leslie's Pool Supply offers convenient locations that are open seven days a week. Another great benefit of opening a Leslie's Wholesale account is Leslie's referral program. Get referred to a customer looking for weekly pool service. Save time and money and grow your pool service route and become a Leslie's Pro. And this is a character trait that I'm trying to instill in my son. And maybe I'm a little hard on him sometimes, but I tell him afterwards when I apologize after kind of losing it, that I'm trying to train him to be a functional adult. And some of the things that, you know, a lot of people, of course, a 13-year-old makes a lot of mistakes. I made a lot of mistakes at that age. But I think there is something to be said that as a parent, I'm training him to have some kind of street smart, common sense kind of thing. And I think in business, that goes a long way. And again, I think a lot of people lack this skill. And it can be developed. And I'm trying to kind of I guess, pounded into him that this is an important aspect of your personality, that yes, you can be, you know, smart, smart, or book smart, I guess, but you also have to be street smart. And I think mainly because I grew up in this era where they called us latchkey kids, we just came home, we did our own things, I did the grocery shopping, you know, I got my license, I got my permit at 15 and a half, I got my, I went out, saved money to buy my first car, it was 1200 bucks, it was a Oldsmobile Cutlass Supreme was it a 1981 or 80 model and you know I did all these things at 15 and a half to make money because I think that's kind of what we did in that generation I was just talking to my brother who's one year older than me and we're just talking about people of our age in this generation like Elon Musk and people of that stature that it seems like our generation we just went out there we just did it and I think some some generations have lost that edge. They don't really have that ability to get out there and, you know, take a bull by the horns and, you know, whatever, however you want to use the analogy. They lack that skill, but you can develop it. And so it's one of those things where one of the things that I recommend that you do to kind of get an idea of what I'm talking about, there's a book called The Go-Getter, and it's just spelled as a sound, go slash getter, G-E-T-T-E-R. And it's by uh, Peter B. Kine. And it was written in 1937. But this is a book that you'll also hear Dave Ramsey mention that it's one of the five books that require his new hires to read. And I think I got a lot out of the book. I mean, I would consider myself a go-getter to begin with. But when I read the book, I can see why this is such a highly recommended book out there. And it it illustrates, well, the main character illustrates the qualities of a go-getter and what it takes to succeed. And I think you need to have that ability to succeed in business. You need to kind of be out there answering your phones when it rings, you know, doing things that are going to make your business grow. 
I'm just helping a relative start out a business, his pool service business. And I can tell right away that he's going to be very successful. He's a little bit older. You know, he's been in construction. And I know that he's going to be successful because he already has ideas of what to do without even me telling him what to do. I guess that's kind of like an indicator that you're on the right track. Not to say that I have all the great ideas, but I can just sense intrinsically in him that he's he knows what he's doing. He has some good ideas that he's going to implement. And so the first thing I think that you should look at is, are you doing things in your business that is gaining you customers? You know, how do you approach the pools when you walk back there? One of the members of my group, he's uh, been in business for a while as a young man. I think he's 28 or 29 now. So he started out knowing nothing about pools about four years ago, and he would walk back in the backyard. And I was just joking about this the other day with somebody that you can have like a really nice fancy truck wrap, and you may not know anything about pool service. You're just starting out, but if you walk back there with the confidence, you're wearing a uniform, it's like half the battle right there. And so he was telling me the story was really funny. He would walk back there, look at the pool, you know, then he would turn to the customer and say, okay. I'll do it for 130 and, you know, I'll make sure that you're not going to have any issues with the pool and you're not going to need to call me. You're not going to have any problems. So if you like that bid, just go ahead. Here's my card. Give me a call and I can start next week. I mean, he had that matter of fact attitude and that's what I would call street smart because that landed him a ton of accounts. He had like zero knowledge of pool service at that point. And he, of course, has grown to be very knowledgeable But starting like that, I think, is a smart thing. And customer relations is one thing that you can develop. And the confidence comes, of course, with experience. You know, he was one of the exceptions because he didn't know what he was doing at first. But as you get better at it, you should project an era that, or I should say, not era, or an era, I guess, if we're talking about a certain generation. But you should project an aura of confidence out there. And that's just smart. That's just smart business. You know, when I was looking for my new truck, I went to many car dealers. And the one car dealer that I went to that I really liked, the salesperson, they weren't willing to work with me. But he was the kind of person, he's been doing it for about 8 or 10 years. He just had this personality or the business sense to kind of not say anything. And he just let me, you know, give him a number. And he also had good business sense and not to over-talk the deal. And then, of course, the dealer I bought my truck from it was someone who didn't know what they were doing basically but I wanted that particular truck so they got lucky but I would have much rather have the other salesperson earn the commission because he knew what he was doing and he was a really good salesperson he had that good common sense to make a deal but it just didn't happen and I think in when you're bidding pools you can't have that attitude that you're going to get lucky You know, that this customer may not have had other bids with other people. So you got to present yourself in a way that you definitely know what you're doing and kind of take that script where my friend went back there and he basically said, hey, you know, if you want me to service your pool, you're not going to have any issues. You know, here's my number call. He wasn't kind of like doing anything um, exceptional, but he just presented himself in this way that I think really shows that he's a go-getter and the confidence reflects in the fact that he knows what he's doing, or he can handle it, or if he doesn't know how to handle it, he can definitely get things done. And that's definitely one of the things that you should do as a business owner. Now, your truck is basically like your office or your place of business, so it should look fairly decent. And this is one of the things that I think 
is obvious, but maybe not obvious. So if you have a really beat up truck and you're trying to gain clientele, not that having a beat up truck, there's anything wrong with it, but I would suggest maybe getting rid of that truck and getting something maybe a little bit better. It doesn't have to be brand new, but something more presentable because that's the first impression that the client gets of you is what vehicle you're pulling up in. And then I was with the Hayward rep one time and he told me that when he had his pool service business, he would go out to the person's truck, like, you know, to see what the truck looked like. And if it was totally disorganized and dirty inside there and disheveled, he wouldn't hire that particular person. But if he was interviewing a pool tech and they drove up and he went to see the truck and it looked neat and clean, he definitely would hire that person because his thought was, and I think this played out pretty well for him in his business, that if they show up at the interview, they may look good. But if their vehicle inside is disheveled and unorganized, they may not be very good at working on their own or being self-sufficient out there as a pool tech. And I think that goes a long way to show that your vehicle is definitely your place of business. So make sure it shows well. I think that's why the vacuum systems are something good to have on your truck, even if you don't use it very often. It looks very professional. And I apologize to the bottom feeder because I don't have like a cart you can put it on there. But, you know, like a full-size vacuum system like the Riptide makes you look a lot more professional out there. And it looks like a really heavy-duty piece of equipment. And that goes a long way, too. So don't discount having a, a vacuum system on the back of your truck. And, of course, if you need to get your truck wrapped in your area, if you have a lot of competition wrapping it. Fortunately, here in my area, very few trucks are wrapped. Consider doing that also to kind of improve your chances of landing that service account. And I think these little things go a long way. One thing that I've learned over the years is that I carry a spare shirt in my truck. I've done filter cleanings before where, you know, maybe I didn't have my apron handy and I had to do something or something got on my shirt. I was able to change my shirt and still look presentable to the next client that I, I went to go service. Or if you have an appointment, you have a clean shirt in your truck. These are like little things that I think are common sense things that go a long way in your presentation of your of your business. And I think, you know, if you have a, if you're showing up at a bid later in the day and your shirt's all dirty, you don't have a spare shirt in your truck, you may not get that service account just because your shirt wasn't clean. And so I think there are certain things that you can do and you can learn so that you you don't look kind of foolish out there. You know what you're doing or look like you know what you're doing. And that all comes with, you know, some basic common sense, you know, having a clean vehicle. When you do the bid, don't overtalk things. You know, don't try to be their best friend when you're bidding the pool. Just keep it business-like. And of course, you also want to present the fact that you know what you're doing, even if you may not, you know, may not be doing this for a long time, maybe something new. And I think we've all seen this when you're out there, maybe at a restaurant and the person taking your order is just so good at what they do. And, you know, they may just go above and beyond their particular position. And the same thing with any other business. When you see that anywhere, you kind of respect that in that particular person, that personality trait. You know, I, this is kind of funny, but, you know, my son laughs at me all the time. But whenever I go to a store, I, I kid you not, they always think that I work there. Like, I'll be in Target. I'm not even wearing a red shirt. And they'll be like, excuse me, sir, where is this and this? And also, the last time it happened, I was, it was during COVID, and I was at this restaurant, and they had the indoor seating closed. It was a fast food place. And so there was this lady trying to open the doors, and they weren't opening because they were locked because of COVID. And I'm getting out of my truck to throw away my trash. And she's like, oh, excuse me, sir. Is there a reason why, you know, I can't get in? 
And so I just kind of fell right into the role that I worked there because I'm used to this all the time. So I told her, oh, sorry, ma'am. The indoor seating is closed right now because of COVID. You're going to have to use the drive through And then when I told my son this, he was just busting up because it's very common for this to happen. So, you know, I guess I'm going to have to start telling people at Target out to kind of memorize the store and find out where things are at this point. But I think that's just how I walk around. And I kind of walk with a purpose when I'm shopping, you know. And so it's just kind of part of my personality. And I guess people see that. And so that's what I'm trying to get across to you is that when you're out there and you're servicing pools or if you're trying to get new clients, if you kind of walk with that attitude, I think it goes a long way in getting you referrals from the current customers. And also when you do a bid, you're going to walk back there and they're going to see something different. And you notice this again, like I mentioned, if you're at a restaurant or a place of, you know, a business of some kind, you see someone really working there, you know that that person is different than the other people. And maybe, you know, he's making extra stuff happen for you. That's the kind of attitude that you want to have when you do your pool service. So not to say you're going to do free services for people, but you're going to get things done. You know, they're going to be confident that if one day you go out there or if they go out there to turn on their heater and it's not working, that they can call you and get it working again. And it doesn't have to be you to get it working, but you may know somebody. You should have, of course, a list of people you can call out right away, get that heater working. And it's up to you to follow up when you refer someone so that that heater is working. And this is something that you have to develop. You can't just refer to somebody and think they're going to fix the heater. You do the referral. You check with them to see when they're coming. You tell the customer, you know, so-and-so is coming by to check your heater tomorrow. And then you follow up with that person to make sure that they actually fix the heater. And this is all part of being successful out there is if you can't do something, you're going to find someone to get it done for you, and you're going to make sure it gets done, and you're going to kind of set that reputation up with your customers that if there is a problem, you're going to address it right away, and you're going to fix it, and you're going to make sure that they're going to have a pool with no issues. Just like my friend that when he first started, he knew nothing about pools, but he had the attitude, and he, of course, knew that he would get things working, and if they needed anything, or if you know when he's learning on the fly, he would text me, those are the kind of things that you kind of need to do to be successful out there. I remember one time I was doing this bid and this customer, I don't know what, what happened to his previous pool service or maybe he, you know, just, I don't know what it was exactly, but he took the skimmer basket out and he took the float diverter valve as that UFO device out. He's like, hey, can you tell me what this thing does? And I know he was testing me because maybe the previous pool service, they didn't have the knowledge or whatever. So I told him, oh, yeah, that's just a device that, you know, regulates the suction from the main drain and skimmer. And also it has a safety feature that if the uh, water gets low in the skimmer, it's going to close it off and it'll it'll pull the water from the main drain. And he was like really impressed by that because I guess maybe he asked his previous pool service. They didn't know the answer. And what I'm getting at is that besides kind of portraying that you know what you're doing, you kind of should know what you're doing eventually. So if you've been doing this for a year or two, you should have a more than a basic knowledge of how equipment works, how chemistry works. And getting that knowledge is also important. And that goes a long way in building up your confidence out there. So it's not just a matter of kind of faking it or being, you know, have a lot of having a lot of common sense. But then you're going to have to have some book smarts too and know what you're doing out there. That kind of goes hand in hand. But I don't think you want to have, you know, all the pool knowledge, but then you can't handle the customer relations because... You don't know how to talk to people properly. You need to have a combination of both of those, I think, eventually. 
And I think developing the street smarts is much more important than developing the book pool knowledge. And the more you can just kind of wing it, so to speak, and get get by by the seat of your pants, the better better off you're going to be at business, I think, in the long run, because these are the people that get things done out there. You know, I think I've, I read the statistic somewhere that in war, you know, during a battle, only 10% of the soldiers are actually fighting. The rest of them are kind of hunkering down and not getting involved. And so, you know, you want to be that 10% that's out there fighting the battle and fighting the battle in your business to make it better and do things that, you know, I, I gave you a few simple examples like having a clean truck, having a spare shirt. Those are really simple common sense things. And I'm sure you can find a lot of things that you're doing in your business that may not work well, that may work well. And it's up to you to decide what works for your business and what's going to make you successful out there. And I'll end with this one thing that I remember now that when I was working for a company way back when I first started, this was in 92, 91, I think it was when I was working for this company and I was working at their pool store. They actually sent the customer this bill. And the balance due was 25 cents. Now, you know, back then things were kind of computerized in a way, not really, but they were. And so they sent this customer a bill for 25 cents. And I got to tell you, this person was livid. I mean, she paid her bill on time every month. And why they would even send her out, why would they waste their stamp to send her a bill for 25 cents? And it's kind of, this kind of happens too when you pay off your credit cards. If you ever had paid off a credit card, a month later, you're going to get a bill for like, you know, 53 cents and it's really irritating those companies should just anything under a dollar they should just erase it from your account and the same thing happened here with this pool service company and these are things that common sense if you're doing the billing for this company you would see this bill for 25 cents and you would just take it and tear it up or just go into the computer and stop that from happening and this was back in 91 you know i think definitely whoever was doing the billing should have said oh you know i can just fix that but that takes kind of common sense and street smart. And this is what I'm kind of getting at. Little things like that. And that's kind of what I'm getting at here to be on the ball in your business is to make sure little things like that don't happen. And if you're looking for other podcasts that I recorded, you can go to my website, swimmingprolearning.com. On the banner, click on the podcast icon. And that'll take you to a drop down menu. And you can find other podcast recordings that I've done. And if you're in the industry and you want to enhance your business, definitely check out my coaching program at poolguycoaching.com. A lot of great benefits for joining there, including a discount on your general liability insurance. Again, you can learn more at poolguycoaching.com. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Have a great rest of your week, and God bless. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Yeah! Real quick. If you're not using pool service software, try Skimmer free for 30 days at getskimmer backslash pool guy. Again, that's getskimmer backslash pool guy. Skimmer, everything you need to run your pool service business all in one app.